In a world controlled by passionless conglomerates, there's a place where artisanal producers bravely break the boundaries and craft wine, beer, and spirits their own way. That place is Tin City, and this is their story. You've tuned in to the Tin City Podcast with Patrick Brooks and George Newmare. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of ages 21 and up, we are back with the Tin City Podcast. I'm Patrick Brooks. And I'm George Newmare. And we're here to talk about all things Tin City. And some things that aren't. That's right. Today, we're here with Hubba Wines. We're here with Riley Hubbard. And we're also joined by Caleb Salisbury of Leber's Pizza. Hey, hey. You. <laughs> Which has become a, kind of a, a staple here at Hubba Wines. Caleb's here all the time cooking up some awesome pizzas. So what goes better with, with wine than pizza, right? Like, people try to pair cheese and crackers and... There's cheese and gluten. This has got one. it all, right? We yeah. want a pizza. <laughs> it's all the... This is, this is the best wine crackers. bearing in the world. <laughs> okay, so we, so we are back. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Tin City Podcast. Everybody, we're going to start with a vodka lemonade from a shameless plug. Tin City Distillery. Let's crack those bad boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we shook Riley's up before we started the show. It's everywhere. So <laughs> Party time. Party time. Cheers, cheers everyone. All right. got to start with the cheers. Doink. Also joined by Daisy the dog. How you doing, Daisy? Yeah, George, George's dog is here because we're outside today. So we record this podcast on site always. So we can, you know, be there in the depth of whatever we're doing. If we're at the distillery, you might hear a forklift, right? But today we're outside at Hubble Wines at the beautiful outdoor concert area that you've got over here. So um, Lots of smells. Lots Daisy of smells. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy's one of those smells, Daisy the dog. <laughs> I smell you from a mile away, Daisy. So. Oh, come on. George, too. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, no, George shaved today. He looks clean and classy. Fresh. I look my age. You do. So, yeah, 15 years younger than you I look normally look. You much less homeless. The last episode, we talked about how sometimes people just give you a buck randomly because you've got a homeless thing going on. But you're a brewer, <laughs> you're a brewer so that makes sense. Yeah, that's part of the reason I, I moved to this area. I feel like I can get away with looking homeless without being, you know, spat upon. So it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a perk. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So brews don't get tips. We're not bartenders, but if you look homeless, you, you get tips. You look classy today, man. There's nothing homeless about you. Thanks, so, man. You're styling Kimosabi. Okay, so uh, yeah, we, we are in the outdoor area. So just in front of us, we have this beautiful stage that they have concerts here at, at Hubble Wines. Yeah, we're right? starting back up. April 8th, so every Friday throughout summer, we're going to do concerts, live music. Uh, we're thinking five to eight. Stay tuned. Okay. But yeah. That um, sounds good. Yeah, and we, we'll have pizza, obviously, wine, and we got cider, too. There you go, because yeah. you know a lot of people don't realize that, that cider and wine are, are kind of conjoined things, because it's a, an O2 uh, wine license where it mm-hmm. lets you make wine out of any kind of fruit. And, like, what well, were grapes are probably the best fruit to make wine out of because there's more sugar in a grape than anything else. Apples are, like, the next best thing. I think so. Yeah, there's, like, probably half as much sugar in an apple, but, like, that's probably the next best thing to, to ferment. I'm big into cider. Yeah, yeah, cider's good. How long have you been making cider? We actually don't make it okay. <laughs> yet. Whose uh, who's cider is it? Uh, right now we have Bristol's. We've nice. had Tin City. We want to try other stuff, too. I just fixed up the other keg, so we got we got another spout. 
cool. I like that you have a rotating, you know, um, uh, different ciders coming in. Like, it's cool to change it all out and mix it up. So, on that note, there is a, uh, a rotating project that you do as well here, yeah, right? Yeah, we have rotating wines as well. So, Hubba, obviously, is the wine that I make. And... I choose the sources and I blend it all. It's all my wine. However, I'm sold out of Hubba right now. We're going to taste some Hubba that I just, it's very fresh bottled. We haven't released it yet. Hot off the press? But, yeah. But, Secret uh, Hubba? <laughs> um, unreleased. But we we are doing the rotating tap list of my friend's wines. We're calling it the crossing right now. We use it for events. And then, you know, when I when I sell out of wine, which hopefully is never again, uh, <laughs> it's not a terrible problem to have. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, but yeah, so I have uh, a bunch of wines from our Tin City friends. We got Desperado Sauv Blanc that I added a little bit of Chardonnay to to kind of make it my own. Uh, cool. Love Desperado. I think it's a Tin City Annex or Heights. We got Nell Grenache Rosé. The Heights. Um, yeah, the you Heights. See, you right? add Heights to it, it sounds like it's Fancy. bougie. Or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's bougie Rosé from it's, Nell it's and myself. not class anymore. Uh, Tyler Russell and I. Uh, collabed on the rosé, and then uh, we got Union Soccer Cobb Franc, which is really good. Yeah. And then we have like a Hubba Zinfandel that I put on uh, in keg instead of bottle because it was a 2020, and I was a little bit nervous about that smoke taint. Mm. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It doesn't have any in it yet, but apparently it could develop smoke taint characteristics years down the line if it's in, in a barrel. So we kegged it up, and now we're tasting it before we pour it. You know, and that's a cool thing because uh, uh, there's not enough wine that fits into a bottle. You got to use a keg. That's much better. Uh, everybody's loving it. We uh, pour it by the glass, by the carafe, and then right now to go, we have boxes of wine for sale. Ooh, who doesn't <laughs> love boxed wine? But not like no. this is not France. No, yeah. you get a you get a taste, and it's all local producers that are my friends, and you get to taste it before you buy it. And we got one and a half liter, which is a two bottle box, and then we have a three liter box, which is Four bottles. And the price is good. The line's good. And it's actually a reusable box. So you, if you bring it back, oh, really? we sanitize it and we'll refill it and you get like five bucks off your next box. But yeah. It was That's pretty awesome. bitching too. Like it doesn't allow for as much oxidation, right? Like if you leave your bottle of wine open on the counter or something. I mean, I don't know these monsters that don't finish a bottle of wine in <laughs> one night. I, and they're no friends of mine. However, I know they exist, right? And so uh, like what you can do instead of like leaving that bottle of wine you know, half cracked and, and let it oxidize. These boxed wines mm -hmm. don't allow for microoxidation. Theoretically, they last for months because when you're filling it, we fill it with nitrogen first. So there's no oxygen when we fill it. And then it's coming from the bottom spout and it just collapses on itself. So there's supposedly no oxygen. I say it's like really good if you're pregnant. To drink wine? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, just, you just need like a glass or half glass. Glass for a long time. I like how we all had to pause. <laughs> we weren't sure if it was a joke or not. Your doctor prescribed. <laughs> we, we promised we wouldn't give medical advice on this podcast, but... Uh, <laughs> um, so, is it like a mylar bag in the box? Is that kind of how it collapses in on itself? It, yeah, it, this one that I have, it's just plastic. Um... And we fill it with the keg, so that's how we can refill it. It's cool. a refillable You have a special, bag. like, attachment for it? Not, well, this bag actually has a special attachment to it. Uh, I, I searched all over. And actually, Neil Collins, uh, he's been here a couple times. He's the winemaker at Topless Creek. He owns uh, Lone Madrone and Bristol Bristol's, Cider. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's a good idea. And so he asked me what bag and box I was using, and he actually bought the same company 
<laughs> um, for Tobleth Creek. They just oh, cool. started a bag-and-box program. Revolutionizing yeah. the, the industry. Yeah, right? Once again, like, they were the yeah, first row varietals in the whole area, right? Now they're uh, they're much they're more well this. known than Hubba Wine. So I was like, yeah, for, do not it. Not for long. Just wait till they hear this <laughs> podcast. So <laughs> no, but th- th- I think that is really cool because uh, a lot of people have they misjudge what box wine means, right? And so uh, Franzia was a- ahead of the curve. They 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 did it right. Just the wine that was inside mm-hmm. wasn't so good. No. So that's uh, what I grew up drinking. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's what I first started drinking when I was, you know, probably all. I don't know. Did you twenty one? Right? Yeah, yeah. 21. No, like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and I grew up Francia drinking wine. Carlo Rossi, because oh, no, that was in a glass jug. We were so classy. <laughs> the glass jug. Yeah. Well, that probably got you had to drink that way faster. Right. <laughs> it was too oxidize. Yeah. But you had a fish tank when you were done with that bottle of Carlo Rossi. This big giant jug. You just slip a little goldfish in there. So that was more sustainable. We had this one goldfish that was in it. His name was Gilroy. And Gilroy, uh, we, we were at Petco, and there's this fish with no, we, we, he had one eye and no dorsal fin, and he was kind of swimming in circles, <laughs> and we, we were like, like, hey, is this guy half off, you know? And the guy's like, oh my, that's a genetic mutation, like, he's free. So we, oh. we, we put this this fish in with the rest of our fish, right? And like, and I, we loved Gilroy, nice little goldfish, one-eyed goldfish, we loved him. But he murdered every oh, single shit. other creature in the tank, including oh. the little crabs, Whoa. the gold, the other fish, like, he just destroyed decimated everything. Aggressive. So we had to put him in a bottle of Carlo Rossi. That's where he lived. It was a great, it was oh, a I great thought you, I thought you were going to say he grew up in a bottle of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> I don't know. He was, he was, he was a, a murderer. Domestic <laughs> terrorist. Gilroy was the fish. I'd come home from school and I'd be like, how come the fish are all dead except for Gilroy? And he's just sitting there, you know, swimming in circles, blinking one eye at you. Yeah. Looking innocent. Yeah, he, had, he was a serial killer. But he was the, the fish, last yeah. one left. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, all these serial-killing podcasts. Maybe we should start one about fish. Yeah, yeah, totally. Dex is coming. So, wow. uh, but yeah, the, wow. the, so you got to drink the Carlo Rossi fast, but these, these box wines are cool, and, like, what you have in these different... Uh, <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not known for anything but abrupt segues. What you have in the, these box wines are really high-end wines, too, right? Like, exactly. I think yeah. that, that, that's the thing to... The salient mm-hmm. point of all this is that what's going into those boxes mm-hmm. is, like, really high-end stuff. You want to keep this on your counter. You oh, know? yeah, and honestly, not even just on your counter. I, I think they're they're lighter than glass, so you can bring them camping. You can bring it to the beach on a hike, whatever. And Take it out the box and go backpacking. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. They're amazing. Okay, so <laughs> l- l- we're going to talk about uh, something that's not in a box right now, though, yes. and that's the Chardonnay that's in front of us. Yes. So this Mother. is the Hubba Chardonnay. Mother Chardonnay. The Mother uh, Hubba? Yeah, Mother Hubba. Cheers, uh, y'all. Cheers. Um Hubbard was my last name before I married the amazing Nolan. I thought it was just because Hubba Hubba, this wine's so good. That too. No, I know you're (laughs) now same Hubbard. Yeah, yeah. and your and your husband is is amazing. That's my uh, I tell you all the time. He's my man crush. In he this gets world. that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, like, George. <laughs> well, he's we like, thought he was Nolan when he came out. <laughs> he, he, he's he morphing into did. I thought I had to be jealous of uh, yours and Russell's relationship, but now. Yeah, no, Nolan's less hairy than you are, so. <laughs> well, normally, not anymore. I don't he, he is a handsome son of a gun. Yeah. So, and, and, and your, 
your husband Nolan, he's just a kind of a renaissance man. He can do anything, right? Which is pretty cool. So if you if you come to Hubba, you're going to see this beautiful outside area with with the uh, the concert venue and everything. He was a big part of all that. He did it all. Yeah. yeah. He the DG, the stage, all from like reclaimed wood. Um, and we're still working on things. We got a lot of projects. But you're going. doing it yourself. That's why. We That's so cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's it's not like you know somebody came in with millions of dollars and is like, here, let's buy all this shit. Like, that does this sound is nice. this is you guys, <laughs> you know, like this married couple working your asses off out here and to your get father this place comes out and helps. And my dad, my mom helps in the tasting room. Um, so yeah, Hubba is like definitely family owned and operated. <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> Completely. And um, this is uh, named after my mother, the Chardonnay. Okay. Ma- so oh, she didn't have a nickname. They're all nickname. All my wines are nicknames of family members. Mother just rhymes with hubba. So. <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah, t- so tell us about this one. This, this, this it smells amazing. Thanks. It's a Chardonnay 2020 vintage um, Biancito Vineyards down in Santa Maria. Yeah, I've heard of that place. Uh, <laughs> normally, I buy wine or buy grapes from. Family owned and operated, kind of like I am. It makes it easier that way. And I'm very small, so buying from a small company is kind of the the vibe I want. <laughs> and yeah, for sure. Bienacito is not small. Um, they are family owned and operated. But they're quality for sure. And they're sure. really quality. Um, 2020 was a really rough vintage. And the, the vineyard that I normally get fruit from was up in Monterey, or is up in Monterey County in Carmel and um, was almost on fire in 2020. Yeah, the smoke taint port thing you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I actually, um, I, I pivoted, as everybody did, and uh, got some shard from Bienacito, and it turned out really, really good. I'm really excited I'm about it. Glad you did. It's fantastic. Um, all neutral oak. Didn't go all the way through malolactic fermentation. Yeah, it's crisp. It's bright. Thanks. It's so, um, all my wines are unfined, unfiltered. I also don't add anything to the wine, so they're all fermented with native or wild yeast, and... Um, really, I think it really highlights the vineyard and the grapes when you do that. For sure. For, versus letting it go through mallow and, like, and it gets kind of like buttery yeah, and yeah, or adding yeah. or addings. I actually, honestly, I like when the whites go through ML. Um, yeah. Chardonnay, you kind of have to watch because it will get super buttery with the diacetyl really quickly. But if you, if it does go all the way through ML, it's way more stable in bottle if you don't fine or filter it. So when you filter it, you know, it doesn't matter if mm. it went through ML or not, and but it does strip it of like a lot of flavor and complexity, and um, I think a lot of like uh, weight in the mouth, kind of um, sure and texture. I guess that's that's the word. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I think this one it has low enough pH um, that it, it won't go through ML and bottles. Okay, so not worry about you it. Know, speaking of filtering uh, and and smoke taint, this is uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, um, it's your friend of mine. My, he's my Italian brother from another mother, and you know him well. Uh, Manu Fiorentini. Love Manu. Manu's the man. Yeah. Uh, Manu mm-hmm. Magic. And so he's got a place, iTech Wine. They have a special filter just for smoke taint. Oh, I know. He was telling oh, me wow. about that. Yeah. And apparently it works pretty damn well. In like you know, 2020, I mean, this that was a really rough year for, for fires, right? So like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and For if, everything. We're, for everything. <laughs> for, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. There's, yeah. no, I, can't, I can't name a lot of good things out of that year. Uh, but we're, we're probably going to see, as the climate changes, we're going to see more fires, unfortunately, right? And, and so that was something that he's really preparing for, uh-huh. uh, smoke taint and mm-hmm. the ability to kind of fight that with yeah. filtration. So I thought um, that was something else. Yeah, no, luckily we didn't really have any uh, knock on wood that yeah. um, 
developed a lot of the characteristics. Uh, a Chardonnay and Zinfandel, actually, I've, what I've heard, I don't, I don't know, but I've heard that they're some of the most resistant against any kind of smoke taint um, out of the varieties. It's because of the, the, like, the skins on them? Like, I it doesn't have make no sense. idea. Because Chardonnay's <laughs> not. Honestly. People drink it too fast. <laughs> well, white out. in general, you're not like with the skins for that long. You're um, pressing it right away. Uh, so that makes sense. But mm-hmm. with Zin, you would think it's a red grape. You ferment it normally like a red with the skins. and It's got a thick skin too, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like a medium, I think. <laughs> can, um, can you test for the precursors or lab test the, for the smoke taint, even if it doesn't taste like it? I but think so, but I didn't do any <coughs> any kind of testing uh, because, A, it was really expensive, and, B, it was taking forever because everybody was up. doing it. Yeah. Mm. And so you, if you got your test results back, it would be like a month after you were supposed to pick. So I didn't, totally. I didn't test anything. And um, actually, some of the vineyards that I bought fruit from were really cool, and they actually just said, hey, if you can make this into wine that you can sell – then you can pay us. You don't have to pay us right away, which is wow. really nice. You yeah. Know, we distilled uh, some fruit from Santa Cruz, and it was super full, super smoke taint. I mean, you smell the stuff, and you're like, wow, it's a campfire <laughs> oh, inside so this tank. It was really bad. But out of the, the other end of distillation, it was nearly gone, and the smoke character was almost appealing. Mm. It, it, it was spirits. Yeah, I mean, like we we like mezcal's, right? I mean, yeah. like we was like, it like you know, a pizza oven. It was like a pizza. That's how you do a segue, right? That's a segue, baby. So, which, yeah, <laughs> which, which, speaking of which, was, well, we have the Chardonnay in our hands uh, from Hubble Wines, uh, Caleb from Lebers. Let's talk about this. And uh, so Caleb's got Can a couple pieces it? here right now, and they're they're staring <laughs> at us. We it? want them, <laughs> and so like as we talked about, uh, Riley does not pair her wines with just any kind of cheese this is no piave vecchio and some <laughs> some other fancy bs this is pizza baby so this is fancy pizza baby so, so caleb what do we got going on here what what, what would you pair with this chardonnay right now i'd probably lean towards the white pizza which is uh our mushroom from local mushroom guy uh mighty, from, cat, mushrooms. mighty cat mushrooms yep yeah. um, chris the man mighty cap yeah he's been awesome to have as close as he is and um, what kind of mushrooms are those from mighty cap those are a blue oyster Cool. So, yeah, we roast them in the oven first and then uh, top them with the pizza after. But uh, that base is a white wine, lemon cream sauce with mozzarella, fontina, and then guanciale from, I don't know how you say the name. I think it's Elipia. Elipia? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> and then the Mighty Cat Mushrooms, Fresno chilies, and, uh, yeah, the guanciale from Elipia. I just have to brag. Uh, Caleb makes his own dough. He makes his own mozzarella. He makes wow. his own sausage. He's legit. We want to hear all about that. Yeah. Chef, man. No, everything is a... So the dough, there's no added yeast to it. It's all sourdough fermented with a actually a, a 25-year-old sourdough starter that I inherited from local winery. So mm. they, uh, Really? Are you allowed to say about winery? I think so. It's, uh, my girlfriend works at Saxon, so she was talking about how I was trying to fi- locate a starter, and then Heather... Justin's wife's like, oh, I got a 25-year-old starter, and Fancy tastes like cool. Sourdough. Yeah, uh, I'll 100 def- point sourdough. Yeah, so the wine with the smoke taint. That uh-huh. was Justin's <laughs> son. 
Colin, he brought that down from Santa Cruz. So love Saxon. Yeah, so the twenty-five-year-old starter. Wow. Yeah, that makes a big difference, right? Having a starter. I mean, after like Mm -hmm. six months, it's uh, like if you start a starter after like six months, it's kind of all the same. It's you're in the same climate and it's adjusted. But an age start, it's more fun in that fact where it's like okay, twenty-five years. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So. But like I said, like a six-month taking care of starter will act the same as a 25-year-old starter. But, but you got to keep that alive for yeah, that period no. of time, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's, I mean, that's uh, commitment. I, yeah. It's, well, yeah, the bacteria and the yeast, they, they kind of form an equilibrium based on the environment you're in. And then you have this, this stable culture, right? Yeah, and exactly. And you can make the same dough uh-huh. all I, the time consistently. I mean, mm, pizza dough and all this, is it's all new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done anything like this except till the last year. I only did... Dude, this is one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my freaking life, man. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Well, thank you. Everything yeah. he makes is amazing. Let me yeah. be clear. He uh, started at his parents' restaurant, Cat in the Custard Cup. I'm yeah. just going to talk for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Please do. In Orange. And where is it exactly? It was in Whittier? Uh, it was in La Habra. So, okay. yeah. Orange okay. County, L.A., border-ish. Um, a little bit inland. And, uh, yeah, we were 41 years old and then. Yeah, 2020 came around, and we were like, let's get out. So <laughs> um, we we all kind of scrammed, my pop and ma and I, and they went to Utah. I moved up here, and, yeah, I called up Anthony after working every day and going stir-crazy. I was like, hey, I'm bored. You you want harvest help? And he's like, yeah, sure, come up, and then uh, ended up just staying. So Yay. he used to, They used to come up as a family and go wine tasting and buy, the like, stock their cellar for the restaurant. By just tasting, and so that's how they knew a lot of the Paso people here. That's how I know yeah. Caleb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, when I moved up here, I was like, knocked on every door, and I was like, hey, I'm here. Let's hang out. Use me. So, <laughs> although you're new to pizza, you're not new to no, flavors. It, uh, it was and, a fine dining restaurant, so it was like, okay, I had that background, but yeah, yeah this was a whole it different shows. ball game, and yeah, kind of spent like four months Perfecting throwing it. a lot of pizzas away, and calling everyone up and saying, hey, come take pizza because I'm just figuring this out. So We need balance in wine, right? This pizza is super balanced, right? Like there's this beautiful like spice quality to it. There's an earthiness from the mushrooms, like that umami character that you want, right? Nice sharp cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just have like a, a hint of heat from that, from those Fresno chilies. You just use just the right amount. For man. sure. Like all that, you got to have the fat yeah. with it, fattest flavor, right? So, Enjoy. and all that goes well with the Chardonnay because in the, this like, this Chardonnay like, we describe wine like fat sometimes. This Chardonnay is kind of fat too. Like it's got, oh, it's got some good stuff going on. Okay, oh, so wait, yeah. let me get his ranch too. He you make your own ranch. Oh yeah. yeah, we got some ranch fanatics that come through this area, and so yeah, we decided to make our own ranch, and they've been happy with it. So uh, okay, so what makes your own ranch so different than like getting a little packet of it? It looks different actually. Is um, it like sour cream based? We use sour cream, buttermilk, and. Uh, uh, mayonnaise that we make aioli is fancier mayonnaise. I it makes people less grossed out. If you <laughs> yeah, say aioli, aioli, I found out. Aioli is <laughs> mayonnaise for assholes. They say yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so it, it makes people uh, not as grossed out when you you say that word. I've discovered over the years. But yeah, mayonnaise um, is in that, and then all fresh herbs, dill, parsley, chives. It's the best ranch yeah. I've ever had in my life. That's the and yeah. I lo- I mean who doesn't love ranch? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll bathe in ranch. That is the best <laughs> ranch I've ever had in my life. Yep, it's amazing. No lies. Yeah. Seriously, I gotta hide it from Riley. I, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, he like he's like it's fresh. I make it. Like you can't eat it all. Yeah. But yeah. 
It's delicious. That's damn good. Okay, I love it. Uh-huh. This is some great stuff on the table, and I see some chili oil over there too. I yes. think too, right? Yeah, that's uh-huh. so. Make that as well. Make that too. This yeah. mushroom pizza so. is also good with the mushroom head mm-hmm. as well. Uh-huh. Would you like some? Segue. Um. Yes. Yeah. I will not say no to that. <laughs> so, who in your family did you name the mushroom head after? My little sister. <laughs> um. How does she feel does about she? that? <laughs> you know, is I think she's just happy to have a she wine. Like mushrooms or no? Uh, sh- <laughs> Psilocybin mushrooms, silly cybin. She does live in Portland. Um, oh. and yes, <laughs> but uh, Ooh, smells good. she growing up for the longest time, my mom had her in a bowl cut, that um, lovely haircut that looks like a mushroom, and the other kids we were dicks and we called her mushroom head so <laughs> you never let her forget it apparently never ever <laughs> they have a wine named after um, it but this is a, a blend of this is the new one i i it's always carignan syrah we just bottled this 2020 it's 40 percent carignan 32 percent syrah it has 18 percent morved and 10 percent graciano in it oh yeah it's from the carignan i get from jackknife vineyard which is over on the east side. Not a lot of people do Carignan around here, I feel like. No, there's not. I mean, there used to be, I think, more, but there's not much. Um, I, I really like it. It's uh, it's a fun variety to work with. Um, it's kind of finicky, but it's cool. It adds a lot to a blend, I think. I would always like to do 100% Carignan, but it always tastes better with the Syrah and sometimes Morved or Graciano in there. There are layers to this bad boy. This is amazing. I just bottled this like 10 days ago, so... Don't judge me too hard on it. Um, but the the jackknife is the Carignan. Uh, Luna Mata, I got the Morved and the Graciano from. I love Steffi Terezi. She's my favorite. And she's uh, rad. She's the, be- <laughs> she's the best. Yeah. She's um, fun. And then the Syrah is a mix of Bienacito and Mesa del Sol up in Monterey County. But, um, yeah. Do you uh, like getting fruit from there because it's a little colder climate? Is that why? or? Bienacito or Monterey? Monterey, Monterey. Well, both, I guess, really. Some of the some of the stuff I get in Monterey is actually pretty warm, but um, okay, it's cheaper. Let's <laughs> be real. Well, and there's, there's no, nothing wrong with that. Like, there's it's worth the hour. There's some vineyards down here like really expensive. You're talking like and eight grand a ton or something. Yeah, like, it's stupid, and it's untapped up there. Like the yeah. quality is the same, except they don't have as much people wanting their grapes, and so. It's not as expensive. But I think that really showcases <laughs> a quality winemaker. Okay, not only can I get quality fruit that's from the same, you know, th- that's exactly what I'm looking for, that's going to produce the wines I want, but I can get it cheaper because I can pick from this particular location, and it's it's cost-effective, too. It's cost-effective, and it's also interesting to work with other places. I, I mean, I, there's so many people here who buy fruit from the same vineyards around town. A little and, competitive. Yeah, and I just... You know, like to explore too. It's kind of fun to go and visit new areas and get to know California and just kind of be like, oh, I'm going to go to Carmel Valley today or I'm going to go up to San Benito County. And because uh, California's it's, it's like France in that way, like there's there's all these different wine regions mm-hmm. that produce different varietals, some better than others, mm-hmm. and and like and based off latitude, right? And and so like you you have these different little nooks here and there that you want to source fruit from. Mm -hmm. And I think that really says a lot about a winemaker if they can choose something from outside of the area. It's fun. I mean, I I do like to promote Paso because I, you know, I lived here forever and love it. And, but uh, it just is a little bit easier and more fun for me to kind of explore a little bit more. We like that you explore. We're going to explore a whole bunch more when we come back in just a moment. Uh, Thank you for tuning in with us. This is the Tin City Podcast. We'll be rocking and rolling with Hubble Wines here in just a moment. 
Wineshine and Tin City Distillery is more than just vodka or whiskey. It's an idea distilled down to its most passionate form. The idea that the Central Coast represents California in its purest sense. Our spirits are crafted to embody just that. Forged with intention and local wisdom, our brandy, vodka, gin, whiskey, and canned cocktails are created for you. Welcome back to the Tin City Podcast. It's time to get boozy with Patrick Brooks and George Newmare. Okay, and we're back with the Tin City Podcast with Hubble Wines. Even though I know your name is Hubbard, I was just a cool last name anyway. I like saying Hubba Hubba too. Because <laughs> <laughs> the wines are that good, they make me say, ooh. And hubba I like hubba. saying pizza lovers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's actually sweeping across town right now. Yeah? <laughs> no. Pizza lovers. <laughs> it's, uh, what do they call it? They call it hashtag trending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, or something. I don't know. I was at a wine event last night, and my girlfriend was like, she, she said I was so out of touch with pop culture. Oh, no. It's like, it's a pound sign. Oh, so you were doing the, the hand sign? Yeah, something like that. So, <laughs> lovers, though, as we know, is not your last name. No. Where, where, was, where, where does where does Lebers come from? It was a nickname growing up. Uh, Caleb was, so Leb okay. was always kind of friend group, what it was called between everyone. And then Lebers was also just more of a nickname. And then, yeah, coming up with a name for a wa- uh, pizza thing mm-hmm. was not fun at all. No, and, so uh, picking a name like, is tough, I guess. Yeah. Big on nicknames here. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, oh, Lebers. we'll just roll with that because I kind of wanted it to be like, okay, that was my nickname. Lighthearted. I did the fine dining restaurant forever. I was like, I want to, I'd rather. But your fine dining fun. experience really speaks in this pizza, I think. And your pizza oven is dope, dude. That thing is rad out there. That Yeah, that's the new fun toy. That's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, yeah, you saw maybe those little spaceships that we were cooking out of before. And uh, yeah, it, it was more of a test run. And they're like, let's see if this works. And uh, it worked. Well, this thing's like, too legit to quit, dude. So it's, it's a direct fire pizza oven, right? Yeah. Um, and is it is it wood burning? Is it? Yeah, and luckily here in Pasarillas, everyone has a pretty much unlimited amount of oak. So, uh, yeah, every pretty much winery or vineyard guy's been like, bunch of oakies yeah. in this town. Uh-huh. Come, come, come take it. Come <laughs> t- yeah. So, uh-huh. so is it um, is it red oak? Is it uh, is it barrel staves? No, it, it's all red oak mostly, and a uh, uh, little bit of white trickles in, but. Yeah, we can do some barrel staves. Yeah, we could do barrel staves too barrel if we rough. want. It's basically, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love burning barrels. <laughs> it's been two weeks that we've had it, so it's uh, all pretty. Yeah, still, it's still a new toy. And but, yeah. he's been experimenting with other things in the pizza oven besides yeah. pizza, and yeah. we've been benefiting here. Okay, want <laughs> to <laughs> let the cat out of the bag? Like, what? I'm really curious. Well, my uh, favorite thing was. The roasted carrots, oh, with the cheddar, and yeah. the yogurt, and but he did chicken and yeah. We uh, he's gonna have some specials maybe. Yeah, well, when we get that Dial. the little shack up and running, mm-hmm. we'll have a more uh, options other than pizza. We'll probably have salads, vegetable options, uh, proteins, possibly. That's cool. Well, because like, open wood fire is just a great medium for cooking all sorts of things. Like pizza, yeah. pizza is one of them, right? But like, there's places like like um, Ember is, is mm-hmm. one of the most amazing restaurants mm-hmm. in our area, and Brian Collins cooks everything under this giant 
open fire, right? Uh, the hatch does the same kind of thing with with an open fire rotisserie uh, and in Pastor Robles. And, 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 you know, Eric's doing the same kind of concept there because you get this different flavor. Gas doesn't give you that flavor, cooking yeah. gas. Like, it's uh, it's something that's unreal, that natural flavor of the wood, you know, like that, that char. It's, it's, yeah. it's something special. It's got its own flavor, just like how using the natural yeast in the air for, for the wine, the, ter- the terroir. You know, it's, right. you're getting which, the same thing. And Saccharomyces yeah, cerevisiae, which we use, that is an oak yeast. All of them are. Hey, hey. What? Yeah. <laughs> Every, all, all the yeast that are uh, used for your beer making and for uh, wine making, those are all oak yeasts. Saccharomyces cerevisiae. What do you mean they're oak yeasts? They're oak yeasts. They're nobody actually knows. They, nobody actually knows why uh, they are derived from oak, but it's probably because vines grew up oak trees at some point in the distant past. Hmm. That I is how the that. Romans Look used to cultivate their um, grapes. They would like kill a large. From what I've been told, they would kill a large like oak tree and then plant you know eight or ten vines around it and let it grow all the way up and out. Along the the branches. Oh wow! Um, it was a hell of a harvesting, but they could really yeah. like, they utilize their their square Space, footage. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I always think about that. Like, what was the the beer? Because like the Phoenicians would pay, you know, uh, well, they were slaves essentially. They, they would pay their people to work with bread and beer, right? That was currency. And so I always think about that. Like, what did that taste like? Or what, what did when those Romans were making wine, right? What did that taste like? Probably pretty horrible. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> a lot of new French oak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have sulfur. I think things spoiled quickly. There was a lot more. Drink it acetic real fast. Acid. No, yeah. so vinegar. <laughs> and you don't want too much sulfur, though, right? But but a little no. bit is going to make this wine nice and fresh. So makes and it what, keep. So, so what what are we drinking next, Riley? This is the Dreamland, and this is a a blend of Grenache, Cab, and Zin for 2020. Ooh, Grenache, Cab, and Zin. Also bottled like 10 days ago. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Dreeland, my little sister. Uh, it's not a real name, so everyone thinks it's Dreamland when they meet her. I, I, I thought you said that just now. Yeah. Yeah. Her name is Dreeland. It's a family name. We all have Irish You all have names. cool names, right? Ir- like Irish last names for our first names. I, I know how to Irish dance. I'm just gonna a little jig? There, yeah. I'm going to Ireland in like two <gasps> weeks. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to go to, uh, we're flying into, uh, Dublin, then we're going to go to Belfast, actually, so not uh, technically, you know, the UK side of it. And then um, uh, spend time on the western part of Ireland in, like, Sligo. And, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I Ireland right. and I went, yeah. I want to go so bad. I just want to drink whiskey. I want to go, <laughs> But nobody invited me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> this is awkward now. I, I really wanted you to come. I, Maybe if did they you not get the invitation in the mail? No. I, I sent it to you. And no, you're going with your other best friend. <laughs> Who also works at the Barrel House. Uh, Russell and I are going to have a great time together. So, uh, but (laughs) (laughs) I still love you. We're going to go somewhere else together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Somewhere tropical, maybe. That's that's fine. Aruba. Oh. Now you're in, aren't you? I can do that. This sounds pretty good. Britta likes to go to warm places. I always like to go on vacation to harsh, cold places for some reason. George is not talking about a filter right now, a Brita filter. Like, I know a lot of people, like, they, that's when they get their water and everything. Like, they, uh, it makes great, great water. And if you don't drink water, you die. It's a fact. So we got to have a Brita filter. But he has a wife named Brita, too. Yeah. Named after the filter. Oh. Whenever I'm not listening to her, uh, and she's like, George, are you listening? Patrick goes, I think he's got his Brita filter on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She thinks it's hilarious. Uh, did you guys know that I knew Brita 
in college. She was in my college dorm on the same floor, right across the street from me. Did you get That's so rad. Hallway. I Cal Poly, right? Yeah. Okay. Cal Poly. Yeah. And then I think I randomly, I think I knew you before I knew that you were married to her. And I was like, mm. wait, Br- Britta? Britta, Britta? How many Brittas are there? Yeah, not a lot of Brittas. Um, but she's lovely. I'll go on vacation with Britta to Aruba anytime. <laughs> she is wonderful. <laughs> She'd so. probably have more fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay home with the kiddo, give her a break. I love her. So, okay. <laughs> so, so l- 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 let's talk about this wine a little bit. I'm going to pair this though. wine with something. What am I pairing it with? Pizza. Caleb? That's what I was thinking. Pizza, okay? I think this pizza right here. Um, yeah, that's our, our red style next, pizza. So it's a little bit different than that one. Uh, tomato base that has a our mozzarella that we make, a uh, little pecorino. You romano. make your own mozzarella? Yeah, every morning. He's uh, Why don't you say mozzarella? Is uh, that what you're supposed to say? <laughs> I feel like it's kind of I'm cultural Italian. appropriation. I've seen the Sopranos a lot. But. 100%. I try to, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, I feel like it's when people go up to a, a taco man. Hey, how's it going? I'd like to get a burrito. And I'm like, oh, cheese. And I'm like, I, I like cringe all over. No, this is that. different. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we make our own mozzarella um, every morning. And then, so a little Sicilian oregano on it, uh, pecorino romano, and cl- uh, calabrese, which is. Kind of like salami, a little bit spicier and more fat content to me. Using Sicilian oregano and cultural yeah, yeah. appropriation. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Call the kettle black over here. Yeah. <laughs> I like Hispanic oregano. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Edo you, you, <laughs> didn't carry it, so you gotta. So all this is fermento next door. No, uh, just that. <laughs> okay, um, that's cool though. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, you Local. saw me probably run over this morning. I, I was short I did. All of a sudden, I was showing up. I was getting things set up, and Caleb just starts running yeah. around the street. I was like, I was like, damn, dude, like, don't be that afraid of recording today. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, He just split. He was like, yeah. dip, bitches. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He no. needed to go get oregano? Uh, no, I needed guanciale from oh. Ali Pia. So uh, I was short on that today, and so I had to go run some <laughs> do guanciale run to Edo. Isn't so that great that you can just run to our local pasta factory awesome. and get whatever you want at Edo next door? They helped me out a lot. And those Mighty Cap mushrooms are there all the time, too. I love that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll go get a bag of mushrooms and... Little, I'll get the like the lion's mane mushrooms and just saute those in duck fat and sprinkle a little salt on them at I the end of the day. can't go wrong with that. Dude. No. <laughs> simple but good. Everything. Um... But yeah, a little Calabrese crisp up nice in the oven. Uh, we use a local honey on it, Sierra Farms honey, and uh, chili oil drizzle that we make as well. So talk to me about that chili oil. Um, it's we use a little bit of arbol and guajillo and a little bit of crushed red pepper. Uh, steep, steep in basically a little blend of oils and yeah, kind of taste taste it to where I, I like the heat on it and then strain it off and that's yeah. Pretty simple, but you know. it's good stuff, and it goes well with this wine. Yeah, yeah. no, we we've, uh, we fly through it. Yeah, both the ranch and the chili oil are kind of. Yeah, when I run out, mm. people aren't too happy with me, but it's so good. Yeah, man. he sells out typically before three o'clock, pretty much every day. I mean, Sunday, maybe not, but Friday, Saturday for sure. Yeah, we'll be open Thursday and Monday again once we release the the hubba wines. The ones, the ones that you just bottled, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. How long before you release these? I think, and well, because we still have to, we still have to bottle the rosé and the white, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking 
end of March, early April. We're having our our release party for our wine club April 2nd. So cool. Maybe then. Um, and that'll kind of be then the release, and then we'll have all our our live music events. So if you want to come to the party, if you want join to join the wine the party, club, right? Join the wine club. It's pretty cool, and, and it guarantees you access to the wines just because before they run out. Yeah, I, I've been out since uh, the beginning of January. So damn, not ideal. I mean, <laughs> cool, I'm sure, but ideally, I have wine not a around. bad problem, but still a problem to have. Yeah. Now, and you, you know, you don't just make your own wine down here, right? There's a couple other. You, you press fruit for other people. Like you're kind mm-hmm. of a production facility, right? For, yeah. For so um, I help out process some fruit. I help Don Burns of Turtle Rock a little bit of his, and then I actually consult for Monochrome Wines around the corner in Tin City. And that's not your only consulting. Gig. You, you've made wine for lots of places in the past too. In the past, yeah. Right now, that's my only consulting gig. If anybody, oh, needs you're a focused on your own stuff though, right? So yeah, let yeah. me know. Yeah. Plug. I'm, okay. I'm for a little you, bit more. You want you want to make some wine in Paso Robles? <laughs> Riley's your gal. <laughs> I, I I can do all sorts of styles. Um, no, I, I... You literally went to school for this. Yeah. 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 I, I have my master's in enology and viticulture. <laughs> okay. You got okay. your master's? Yeah. No See, way. So we were talking about this with, <laughs> with Aaron Jackson because, like, I always said that, like, Aaron was the only guy I knew that had a master's in yeah. viticulture and enology. It's kind of a weird master's, but, yeah, I'm a master. No. It's not a weird master's. <laughs> it's it's awesome. just... It's a rare one. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Because you don't need one, honestly. Uh, but I felt <laughs> but like sure I did. it helps. I really felt like I... Uh, I don't know if I'm a girl, and that's why I thought I needed one, but um, I couldn't really work my way up as a seller hand just because I'm not, like, super brawny kind of thing. Um, but I, And also, I'm, I think I'm the type of person where I need to know everything about a subject, and I want to know. I don't want to mess up. <laughs> so I just wanted to know everything that I could, and I uh, had this cool opportunity to go abroad and do a master's. Um, where did you go? I went to France and Italy. Okay. Yeah. In Montpellier, it was like the south of France. It was a year there. Capital of Vermont, actually. So. <laughs> that too. <laughs> she she <laughs> didn't get a master's in geography, I guess. <laughs> and then um, the second year, I went to Udine, which is a uh, northeast Italy, right by Slovenia. Do you cool. speak any Italian or? <sighs> my Italian sucks, uh, but my French it used to be better. Um, I can read it. You know, mm-hmm. I can have like a kindergarten level conversation like but if you got something in front of you and take the time you can you can yeah, read it yeah totally and um i'm sure if i was immersed again i could snap back in but um the program wasn't english it was a international program and there were 16 different nationalities in my class of 32 wow it was pretty unbelievable there were uh, we got teachers from all over the world to come and do teach us different modules and sure it was on yeah like if anybody wants to go to vinifera Euromaster. It sounds fake, but it's real. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> like ITT Tech. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. For one, yeah. Uh, but it was cool. Um, and just a really unbelievably cultural experience, and it really broadened my wine horizons because I'd only worked at Laventure here in Paso. Well, that's not a shabby place to work. Not either. a shabby place yeah. at all, no. Laventure makes some of the best wines in the world. But it was so like my yeah. only wine experience besides the Franzia, you know. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great, you know, stepping off so, point, though, for sure. So yeah. that's so cool because you know, the 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 people that go and get that experience outside of just this area, you know, it really it broadens your horizons tremendously, you know. And I think it showcase this it really showcased in your winemaking too. Well, thank you, but it it also made me want to come back here because really? this okay. place is so special. The people that have that make up this community and just 
the connections that I had here, and it's honestly one of the prettiest places I've ever been in my life. It's you guys got to come to Paso. <laughs> no, pa- Paso's great. You know, like because uh, uh, I grew up here. When I, I left my buddy and I, we drove on uh, across the country on four different cross country tours of America. We saw all these different things, right? All these different states, and it was really something else. But at the end of the day, I thought, oh, holy smokes, Paso's not so bad. And I, mm-hmm. I came back here afterwards. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was like, this is a pretty cool spot. So mm-hmm. it was nice for the wine. Like everybody's blood alcohol levels a lot higher here than uh, <laughs> than other places. You know, like it, it's it's a nice. good place for research <laughs> and development. All the so, um, so so yeah, so <laughs> so come to Paso. It's the place to be. You get to try wine from winemakers uh, from all over the spectrum that make all these different things, and it's really something special. So we're going to continue to explore here more in just a moment. We'll be right back with more of the Tin City Podcast. Just a moment. When you need to put a cork in it, there's only one way to go. Russ Warren, the cork guy. Russ and the wizards at ACIC Cork do it all. From the highest quality natural corks and bar tops to screw tops and capsules, they've got you covered. The cork guy has over 40 years in the cork enclosure industry. Supporting the Central Coast with quality closures and high-level product knowledge and experience. Russ has seen it all. So, if you need to put a cork in it, you need the cork guy. Reach out at rwarren at aciclosures.com. You'll be happy you did. You're listening to the Tin City Podcast with George Newman. And Patrick Brooks. Oh, yeah. It's the Tin City Podcast, baby. We are back. We are rocking and rolling. And we're listening to funky, groovy music, too. Eating some pizzas. And we're drinking some hubba wine. Right, Riley? Woo! Woo! Right, George? Oh, yeah. And I'm I'm loving this pizza. Uh-huh. Cheers, y'all. Okay. So... We are back with the Tin City Podcast uh, <laughs> for our final segment. Uh, the pizza has been all but demolished. Uh, this wine, we've pretty much killed a bottle each. Good for us. There's uh, <laughs> And you will, too, when you come to Hubble Wines. So we're going to talk about this last wine that we're on right now. Uh, this is the fourth one that's named after a family member. Yes, the Eskimo. The Eskimo. Named after my brother, Quinn. It's a, a planned Bob Dylan song, Quinn the Eskimo. Oh, yeah. My mom used to, like, sing it to him when he was a baby. And uh, he actually had a problem with the name because he was like, I don't think that's okay. But um, it's about the song. So Bob Dylan has a lot of lyrics out there. So, So, But you don't want Bob Dylan suing you either. No, he won't. I'll give him some. He's a nice guy, I feel like. He wouldn't sue you guys for that. I feel like I'd. Yeah. Give him some wine. We'd be friends. Um, but this is a 67% Syrah from Bassetti, which is in Cambria, like a cooler climate Syrah. And then we have 33% Cab Sauv from Denner Vineyards this year, mm. 2020. Mm, that's good stuff. It, I really like that stuff. I yeah. didn't get any last year, but I just saw Anthony yesterday, and I think I might get some. He's a great guy. 22. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Syrah Cab blend. And uh, it's kind of a, a crowd pleaser. Now, the Bassetti Vineyard, there's there's a handful of people that get fruit from Bassetti, and it's always this, like, like real nice, cold climate, like, beautifully structured the, I fruit. love, uh, it's one of my favorite vineyards that I source from. It's 
a really tiny vineyard, actually. I think it's like 14 acres, and it's just Syrah and Grenache, and every once in a while I get Grenache from there, mostly Syrah. Uh, they're an old cattle ranching family, Swiss-Italian, um, that came over. I don't know what year they came over, but uh, Ellis and Susan Bassetti run it, and they have their own vineyard. Well, they own, obviously have their own vineyard. But they have their own uh, winery brand that Anthony from dinner actually makes. Oh, wow. And What's that called? It's called Bassetti. It's, it's just tripping. Okay, okay. Yeah. And th- so lots of old cow manure in there, lots of ni- nitrogen, right? Fire well, in the soil. It's like a cooler climate. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's, it's hard to grow fruit in Cambria just because of the, f- you know, frost and then mold issues because sure. it's so close to the ocean. But they're kind of tucked right behind like a little knoll of a hill and so i think that is that why they get frost that's why they like don't get frost i think and oh, a lot honestly, of the fruit in cambria gets like beat to shit from the ocean and everything the stuff too. right by like i know there's a couple of vineyards right on the ocean that hit or miss year to year you're just like you it's really hard to be organic over there yeah um uh, but they are technically uh every once in a blue moon or i don't know year they have to spray some stuff but uh, f- to prevent mold, but for the most part, they don't they don't do any of that. And it's uh, I love the fruit that comes from it, and it's the wine. It, it always like <laughs> Russell From used to say. <laughs> um, Russell From is uh, <laughs> just to say who he is. Bailey is husband but of Desperata, and yeah. he runs. He's, he, he he is a. A man amongst men in this Central Coast mm-hmm. wine region of Herman's, and Herman's story is his winery, mm-hmm. and he says a lot of fantastic things. Very Words outspoken of man. Yeah. Very outspoken. So, I'm, so, so what is it? Hit, hit um, us with it, baby. One of the things he, he says <laughs> is the ugliest girl at the dance might be the best in bed. <laughs> and that I believe that he said that, yeah. Speaks <laughs> to this fruit, because when you see it, you're like, Hmm, is this gonna make good wine? Like I don't I don't really know. It like it's kinda torn up when you get it to the to the vi- the winery. And um Jacob Toft gets some fruit, Scott Hawley gets some fruit. Great winemaker. Chris yeah. Cherry used oh, to get yeah. some fruit. And um Does Aaron as well? Because he was talking about uh grapes from I think that it, it, it's from that same. He was neck talking of the about woods, grapes yeah. from that ABA. Cambria, yeah. And it's no, and it's I very, don't think you have to does. do a lot of sorting. There's numerous vineyards there. The, the fruit just gets torn up. So, but I love it. The, but, <laughs> yeah, but you like, the it, dance. It, <laughs> you're looking at it and you're like, oh, struggle city here. And then it becomes your favorite wine. It's immaculate fruit. Every time. Yeah. Well, like, not immaculate. Like, well, not appearance messy. wise, but like, like it just, but in, yeah, yeah. It yeah. becomes wine this becomes. amazing wine. And, um, this is something else. When you have fun. it coming across the sorting table, is it like all hands? Yes, basically? yes, one hundred percent. Like yeah. you, you got to treat it right mm-hmm. to to make it the best wine. Yes, the yeah, we do a lot of sorting. And, and wouldn't you rather it not be as pretty as it is, like it's full cool. of uh, appeal, like the the the, the sexiness that this kind of life. fruit can have? Yeah, yeah, life fire, like, yeah creepy if it's perfect you're like what did you do yeah right <laughs> so why is that's it so not pretty? organic yeah right yeah. <laughs> like, okay this um, is grown outside it yeah. shouldn't look good <laughs> <laughs> or it no. should have some variation it shouldn't all look the same that's sure. weird yeah um but yeah it, it always turns out really really awesome and i love the coastal i love clo- coastal fruit especially syrah and grenache here um but this is this is syrah mostly Okay, I think it's it's a fun wine. It's great, and this is uh, named after your brother Quinn. Yes, uh, and 
which is going to be our transition into the next part of this podcast. Oh. I've mentioned this numerous times, but for those of you who have not heard, uh, my girlfriend is also named Quinn. And during yes, the pandemic, Patrick yeah. loves his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but, uh, uh, but during the pandemic, like the, uh, over Zoom, she would do something called Shots O'Clock with her friends. And to have a positive outlook on life like she does all the time, she would say that you have to say something we're grateful for before we do the shot, right? Okay. So the, everybody goes around the table. We say something we're grateful for, and that's something that we've incorporated into this show. What we're going to do is I've brought some ah. wine, shine, French oak, and orange peel brandy with us, and we're going to go around the room and say what we're grateful for and take a little shot of it. All right, then. Right okay. One thing, Patrick, so, you can't, because you're always the first guy to, to, to make your statement, you can't just say, I'm thankful for all of you. Oh, the blanket, <laughs> like blanket I mean, it's like, like during the Super Bowl, I'm like, I just hope all the teams have fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so everybody have a good time. So. <laughs> but I'll say something different, George. Okay. Yeah. I want to okay. end in a tie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know, we got we have to wine in our glasses. Well, we could do that or we could just like, uh, I, could I can't take it out of the bottle. In a dump bucket. I, I, I got to drink this. just do that, though. Mm. Down the the ma- mask mandates have been lifted. We can drink out of the bottle mandates, again. Hey, Gavin Newsom said I could do it. Yeah. Just drink out of the bottle and share. I respect the government. He said it's all good. Or I guess we're doing this instead. We're into classes. Let's. Orange brandy. This is right. French oak orange peel brandy. So this is brandy. Uh, actually, speaking of Herman's story, there's some Herman's story juice in this. Some Sa- Saxum, uh, Herman's story, Aaron, and uh, a, a, a little uh, Terry Hogue wine, uh, 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 Sonier, that we distilled and aged for two years in uh, brand new heavily charred American oak uh, bourbon casks, finished off in some Grenache barrels, and then hit it with orange peels. So mm-hmm. like Grand Marnier, they, uh, they infuse with orange peels and then barrel age. We do it after barrel aging. So it's it like real bright orange peel. There's yeah, more, yeah, more, more fresh oils. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's, more it's like diet Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier is like 20 this. grams of sugar for every 100 milliliters. And at really Wineshine and Tin City Distillery, this one is uh, two and a half grams of sugar for every 100 milliliters. So, yeah, diet Grandma, uh, diet Grand Marnier. It tastes better than Grand Marnier. I know, I'm right here. I appreciate it. Like, Diabetic if, friendly. I would say that if you weren't here. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's fun as a good margarita topper based in old-fashioned, or it also makes a really good, <laughs> just, you know, uh, George right now straight brandy. is cutting <laughs> Lever's the mozzarella <laughs> with the top of a tin lemon. Oh, my God. I have a pocket knife. Do you want that? Mozzarella. Pretty buttery. Yeah. A lot of people ask me. Can you cut me a Something about the size that? and shape of that. It's just reminiscent yeah, yeah, yeah. of something. Can you tell me more about how you came up with the size and <laughs> the shape of your mozzarella balls? Uh, I got a friend in town, uh, <laughs> Tevin. We'll, we'll say his name. And uh, he says that Thank you. Uh, w- one of his uh, testicles is uniquely different shy, size shaped uh, <laughs> other than the other. And so, Ooh. Kevin, he, both of your testicles so are unique amazing. and special. <laughs> so, uh, Tevin, I, I love. I made a small mozzarella ball for him <laughs> next to our normal size mozzarella ball. And I said, hey, mm. here you Holy go, Devin. Holy shit. That's, That's really good mozzarella. Yeah. How much yeah. salt do you put in there? It's so good. It's perfect uh, amount, whatever it is. It, yep. No, oh, it's okay. It's a, perfect amount. It's a certain percentage. Oh, and, yeah, delicious. Stick to it. Okay, I'm going to start this off. Okay. Okay. I, Patrick Brooks, <laughs> am grateful for that mozzarella cheese. <laughs> or as Tony Soprano would say, mozzarella. <laughs> so, so it's damn good. That is life-changing right there. <laughs> Cheers right to that mozzarella. Right okay. so take, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
So what, do we all cheer? Okay. Yeah, just a little soup. You can save it to the end too. Okay, uh, um, that's what I'm thinking for. Who's next? With George. Um, how about oh, you? Oh, you know, I'm I'm thankful oh, for all of you <laughs> uh, oh. here with me. I'm just so lucky <laughs> to have such great neighbors. <laughs> I was hoping to say that on every podcast the entire time <laughs> in Tin City, like all 35 neighbors. Just grateful for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a layup, though. Appreciate All right. it. Yeah, you deserved it every now and then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Real haphazard. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I am I thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm really thankful for my family. And that's what my brand is based on. Love that. And, uh, I mean, they're really supportive. They're fun to hang out with. I'm grateful that I like them. <laughs> Yeah. I know it could be different. Sure. Yeah. Everybody could family. be so lucky. Yeah. As to no, have I feel this I kind of family really that grateful. inspires you and it and supportive and Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, fam. Hey, cheers right to your on. fam. They've got a wine named after them. <laughs> Mushroom head. All right. My pizza lover. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and say uh the uh community here. It's been I've as an outsider coming up and uh a lot of outsiders are scrambling across everywhere. Everyone's been really welcoming and uh, yeah, not not been like, a, hey, get out of our town. Well, you're a nice guy, and you also <laughs> keep them well fed. Yeah, I, I, I learned to do that quickly. <laughs> and you're really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I, this is a beautiful combination. What you guys got going on d- down here, the pizza, the wine, come to Hubba. This yeah. is the spot. It's you, been fun. Th- why? You shouldn't even go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in wine China that, and That's the plan right now. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of people traveling down this way just to get your pizza, man. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The, the, the pizza's making I some see waves. your so. pizza eating at the tables at Barrel House constantly. Right on. Yeah, no, we, we definitely. Do you have a way the, to the, put the in times their bigger. orders, like, remotely? Can somebody put uh, it yeah, on we, a Yeah, we have a, a phone, phone number or? you can call, and uh, it's kind of like that old pizza delivery style where if we're busy, we're not picking up the phone. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you, you could if uh, just give us a call and we'll, we'll uh, put an order in the queue and yeah, or come we'll, on down. Yeah, or come on down and have a glass of wine while you wait because sometimes there's no wait. Sometimes I try to scare you off with the wait time. <laughs> I'm, that, that. I'm busy. No, and, and, so, and on that note, like, if you want to learn more about Lebers Pizza, about Caleb, uh, where can the people go? Where can uh, all the pizza Lebers go? Yeah. <laughs> You could go to uh, Lever's Pizza on Instagram. That's, Spell that's, that for us real quick. Uh, L-E-B-B-E-R-S, and then pizza spelled like pizza. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know how to spell that, don't come knocking. No, no, then, then, you, you, don't be- get then you belong here. <laughs> All right, Le- Lever's Pizza. Okay, that, I like that's it. That's where we're most up to date. Awesome. Okay. You can find Lever's Pizza at Hubba Wines with Riley Hubbard herself. And this place, this place is amazing. It's it's like it's down by the railroad tracks, and there's a song about this place. I'm sure out there somewhere. It's, 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 yeah, Mark, it's, Mark Adams probably wrote it. Yeah, Mark Adams probably wrote it. It's it's gorgeous, <laughs> and, and the beautiful deck, concert venue. Uh, Riley, you've got concerts coming up soon, right? Yeah, uh, April eighth. Uh, every Friday until we get too busy with harvest. Okay, yeah, <laughs> which happens because you know a lot. Of, Valia brought this up. Salient point: this is a working community. I mean, like oh, it's yeah. not just like a retail side. Like we are all here making stuff yeah. throughout the week, 
every single week. It's nonstop. So you, you get to see it all. You get to see uh, the, the wines as they're being produced, the spirits as they're being produced, the beer as it's being produced while you're drinking it. It's really a one-of-a-kind thing right here in Tid City. And so uh, down here at Hubba Wines, if you want to learn more about Hubba Wines, if you want to join the wine club, where do people go? www.hubbawines.com uh, or at Hubba Wines on Instagram. And you can find us there. But uh, I got to be better at Instagram. Really no, it's okay. That. You don't have to be. It's owned by... Uh, trying to be. You're sold out. Most <laughs> evil, out like, right uh, <laughs> corporate douche in the world. And, oh, I like, just watched that Yeah, it's, the guy's bad, man. And so, like, so <laughs> I mean, like, 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 I don't care. I'm going to say it. I was at Whole Foods the other day, and, like, like I, I, I the, the guy was like, do you have an Amazon Prime card? And I was like, fuck no, I don't have an Amazon Prime card. I don't care about Amazon. Jeff Bezos is, like, the bad guy. Like, in the last couple years, like, I could see him slowly turning in his big leather chair, petting his hair. <laughs> This cat, <laughs> like he's, he's like the evil corporate guy, and she was like, "Oh yeah, but you know, Amazon owns Whole Foods." I was like, "Fuck, that's true." Yeah, I was like, oh, the oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I totally forgot, but I was, I was like, "Well, I hope he pays you well. I love you. You're wonderful people here at Whole Foods. Great spot. Forgot that Amazon, and I do not have a Prime card, so." Uh, <laughs> but I will continue like, but, shopping. But here. The, the Facebook or Meta dude, whatever his name is, he, he's 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 the same. Bad guy. Uh, yeah, he's got a samurai sword and he chops people's computers in half. I don't know if you you've ever listened to that, that shit. Is Whoa. that real? Really? I buy it. It was more when he was younger. It could be true. Maybe. Yeah. I just watched it too recently. Social, he's, he's a freak. What's the but like social not the kind network? of freak that I like to hang out with. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I so I mean if you're gonna go on the interwebs, you know, do it clean, y'all. But like you can find us all on some kind of social media for sure, including the Tin City Podcast. Uh, feel free to check us out on all of the podcast apps, whichever one you're most comfortable with, even the ones that Jeff Bezos doesn't know. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's Tin City Podcast. You feel free to leave a review. If you like us, great. We'd love to hear from you. If you don't like us, I don't know, maybe you should... They already you, stopped listening, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't make it to this point. That's why we shared so we share, the Instagram yeah. handle so, at the uh, end. Uh, no, we, 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 we're here to have a good time. We're here to share the story of Tin City, and we want to share with you, our lovely listeners. So, we want you guys to come here. We want you guys to visit us. We want you to have fun. It's a good place to be. And it's a great group of folks, and we are all happy to have you join us. So, uh, from all of us in Tin City, here's to those who wish you well. And those, who, those don't, who don't can go, go to, to hell. hell. <laughs> right. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Lever's Pizza. Thank you, Riley from Hubba. And thank you, George from Barrel House Brewing Company. And I'd like to thank myself, Patrick, from <laughs> Tin City Distillery <laughs> and Wine Shine. Okay. <laughs> Cheers, thank y'all. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye.